If you're a physician who wants more autonomy in how you practice or fulfillment in your life, you're in the right place. This is the Change Physician Podcast, where our guests reveal how you can learn the mindsets, skills, and strategies to create the life you want without selling out your morals or values. But before we begin, I want to remind you of the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you at thechangephysician.com. Welcome back to The Change Physician. I am Melissa Katie, the Challenge Doctor, with my co-host, Dr. Kevin Kakaro off the West Coast. That, sound, that was a good rhyme, host, coast. Yeah, host I on should... the West Coast. That's right. Here's go. my host from the West Coast. There we go. We've been trying to find a little something to go with your name. Um, Kevin Kakaro, how are you today? I am well. Wonderful. I'm checking to see, are we streaming yet, though? Yeah, we should we are? be. Oh. Yeah, it says live on. Are you on the change position? Um, it, you know, okay. Well, I was on my personal page, and for whatever reason, it just decided that it didn't want to um share it there. Yeah, so huh. that's cool. Thanks, Facebook. You're awesome as always. <laughs> that's um, why you can't just rely. If you have a business out there, don't rely on one social media outlet. Yeah, um, it's like ridiculous. We appreciate the outlets, but sometimes one of them might go down or have issues, or you may not like it anymore. Um, well, let me just let people know who's listening. Uh, if you're listening on the challenge doctor page, that is because I cross posted it from the, uh, change physician. If you don't know what the change physician is all about, uh, you can go to the change learn about us or as hosts and also the community and whether you're a physician or a physician ally, feel free to join there. We give updates from time to time. We've been meaning to do monthly emails, but uh, from time to time, we'll give uh, little emails or um, announcements of special things. Um, so make sure to be on that list. And in the Saturday salutations, it's not just for Kevin and I to say hi and give us a time to meet. Oh, that's exactly uh, what it's for. Come on. Okay. It's just about <laughs> us. <laughs> but um, we like to share what's going on in the podcast. And of course, um, you'll also notice on Instagram, if you go to the change or at the change physician there, there are posts or trailers at times, which are also found on YouTube in a video format, but you can, you can see on Instagram kind of some recent episodes or re-releases, which is usually our Thursday throwbacks. Um, but we like to share what's been going on in the podcast on our Saturday salutations. Um, and this past week, let's see, we're at the 29th. So this past Sunday was released Dr. Corey Fawcett, nothing other than our returning, returning guest who has uh, many different topics because he has many different books. And one of them was the doctor's guide to smart career alternatives and retirement. Um, Make sure to check out that episode and any other episodes that he was uh, involved. Just go to any of your podcast venues. If you want to just listen to the audio, you can go there and look up Corey Fawcett. That's without any C-O-R-Y. Corey Fawcett and find the other episodes. And then we brought back Dr. Rip Patel, uh, ER physician that went locums uh, as a locum physician on our Thursday throwback this past Thursday. And so that was from way back on episode 69. I think that was in 2021. Um, Early 2021. Yeah, early. And uh, yeah, so that was what's happened this uh, past week. Any comments, Kevin? No, other than I was was thinking about that because with uh, Corey's episode, we we barely touched anything in that book. We touched like the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like all this other stuff. I was like, oh, we need to get to it. We got yeah. all over the place. Um, yeah. I mean, we were on the book, but it, it, there's a lot of information in that particular book, which I am actually looking at right now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was fun. You so, have it in front of you? I do. 
why don't you just show to the audience there you go and it's a similar format he has other doctor's guides that we've talked about and uh here's another one eliminating debt and there's a lot of whether you're a physician or not um there's a lot of really good information on you know topics that are relevant to any human being trying to survive in this world especially in america um i could probably go for anywhere but obviously there's a lot of things relevant to this country that he's talking about um any other comments kevin or anything recent or positive or this was a big week man and Mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff so i'll start with number one if we're going to do like a i don't know if this is a favorite thing but i saw in another one of my email lists that i'm on this guy he used to have a really really cool business conference they only did it twice in denver and it was the best one i've ever been to and then they stopped Mm. and i'm not exactly sure why but anyway i'm on his email list and uh one of the things we're talking about breathing and I'm kind of like, and breathing is something I think is important. I've, you know, taught like little things on how to use diaphragmatic, diaphragmatic breathing for stress, but there's this device for um, basically increase your vital capacity. Hmm. And it's like, Oh, blah, 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 blah. And I looked at it and uh, I'm like, all right, I'll try it. So I bought it. And this is called the power breathe. This is the power breathe plus. And what it basically is, is you, inhale and it has this little valve on it and you can dial it to increase or or um, really increase the the work of breathing and it really forces you to do heavy diaphragmatic breaths Mm. and they have like some papers published on it where you know you do 30 breaths twice a day with it and increases your capacity and so a lot of endurance athletes are using it Mm. and um you know, I'm like, okay, well, I might as well try it. So I got this one. I would, if I could go back in time, I would get the advanced. I'm like, I'm not like a huge endurance athlete or not, but I found the start on this one too easy. So I'm already dialing it. Mm. Um, but it's kind of a fun thing to do. Uh, if you haven't done a lot of diaphragmatic breathing, I could see where it'd be a little bit more challenging. Um, but anything that you can do to increase your health in a fun way for me is like, why not do it? It's like 50. Gamify. Yeah. It's a like 50 bucks thing. And then I had something I wanted to talk about last couple of weeks, but I was, this is like me being total scarcity and like freaking out. And like, I can't talk about this because I don't want to lose a chance. So in 2024, April 24th or April 8th, 2024, there was going to be another total eclipse in the United oh. States. Um, it'll be close to you actually. Dallas April is 8th? April 8th, Monday, My April 8th. the 9th. Yeah, well, you're going to remember. be timing it perfectly. So because it's April 8th, Monday, April 8th is 2020, 2024. The swath through North America actually is going to hit through Texas and like t- Dallas is going to be sort of in the epicenter or whatever. And then it's going to go up. But the primo location to watch this is in Mazatlan, Mexico, which is almost in the heart of the totality. It's supposed to last about four minutes. So as soon as I saw that, because I um, we had the totality here in Oregon in 20. I can't remember what years, 2017, 2018, 2019, somewhere around there, the last time we had a total eclipse. And uh, I mean, I grew up and we had those eclipses. I remember being in elementary school and they're like, eclipse was coming, blah, blah, blah. And it was a partial eclipse. And it's like, okay, yay, you know, you see the little crest and everything, but it wasn't that cool. And I was like, okay, it's an eclipse. I've seen it. My wife's like, no, this is going to be a big deal. And as usual, my wife is right about everything because, <laughs> um, holy crap, it was, it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. I remember just like, like almost losing it, like a, like a, like just being giddy, like just screaming. And, and, um, I mean, it was seriously amazing. And I remember thinking at that moment in time, I have to see this again before I die. Wow. So I learned about this stuff 
And uh, I'm like, oh God, it's in Mazatlan. Okay, let's see. I'm like, is there any Marriott's, right? Because my whole Marriott thing. There's <laughs> yeah. one Marriott. Oh. You can't book more than 11, like 50 weeks in advance. So I've been literally stocking the stupid hotel for weeks. Because wow. I'm like, someone's, you know, I'm assuming there's other people like me and I'm waiting and waiting, waiting. The day it freaking opened, I just went crazy and I just booked these rooms. Wow. And now I have my totality ready for me. So I am like super, wow. super excited for this is uh, we're going to do five nights in, in Mazalan and um, the hotel looks beautiful. And uh, I'm like, so looking forward to seeing that. So that was one. And the other one was uh, I lost a good friend this year. Um, earlier in the year, it was really time and uh, really hard time. It's still not exactly easy. Uh, but his his wife, who's also also a good friend, we, we had talked shortly after um, he passed, and we had she had wanted to go to um, Alaska, and so at that point, I was like, well, all right, we're going to go to Alaska. So we decided to do a new Alaska cruise, and we have a little teeny group getting together for that, and we have booked our cabins on Monday, so now we have our trip in June of 2024 to Alaska, which I'm super, super excited about. And again, wow. we did that whole episode on vacations, right? Yeah. And there's some people like, oh, I'm never going to do a cruise. I hate cruises. Yeah. I'm like, you've never been on a cruise because there are 65,000 different types of cruises. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I have not been on those mega ships of 5,000 plus with like water slides and stuff. That doesn't seem like something I would like. I don't know. Cause I've never done it. But having done a grand total of one on a smaller ship on the in Holland America, which is kind of a smaller, more classic sort of cruising experience, again, I was not excited to do it. And my wife said we had to do it because we were living in San Diego and there was a, a terminal there. Right. And it was amazing. Like um, one of the most relaxing vacations I've ever been on. So I am so looking forward to this. And then I also remember when I was really little, my grandmother, who had traveled a lot, for somebody in that kind of day and age. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like, you know, we've been all over, blah, blah, blah. She goes, my favorite thing that we have ever done was she and my grandfather did an Alaska cruise. So um, yeah, anyway, so I'm super, super stoked for that. Like talk about a brain that like works out in the future. I'm already, these are like in 2024 through June of 2024. I don't have travel already planned and ready. And, and um, yeah. It gets I'm, you jazzed. I am so jazzed. I have like all sorts of, I got so many things coming up now. It's hard to be jazzed all of it once. Cause like next weekend I'm going, I won't be here for Saturday salutations mm -hmm. because I'm going to go take wing foiling lessons in Southern Oregon. What kind of lessons? Wing foiling. Did we even talk about this? No. All right. So I need hobbies, right? We lose hobbies in our yeah. medical careers and my kids are transitioning out of the house. And so I going to, we're going to be an empty nester as of this fall. And I'm like, I need an activity to do. I liked water sports. I used to be a whitewater kayaker. Um, I used to, you know, fish and all that other stuff. I don't know. It's harder here in Oregon because access to rivers. There's much more private land than where I grew up in Nevada, which is tons and tons of federal land. Um, but I'd always been interested in kiteboarding. In mm -hmm. fact, 20 plus years ago, I took a couple lessons and, you know, lost it because I had two-year-olds and one-year-olds and residency and all that stuff. So there was no, no chance to really continue it. I'm like, well, I'll, maybe I'll start doing kiteboarding and I'll learn kiteboarding. And as I was looking into it last fall, there's this new sport and it's called wing foiling. So they've basically taken like these inflatable kites and made them so you can hold them with your hands. Like they're mm -hmm. these big inflatable booms and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you use the small board like a kite board, except they've now put a foil on it and a like a hydrofoil. So it lifts 
Mm. And they're putting these foils on all, all sorts of stuff, like stand-up paddle boards and surfboards and everything. But this, this wing, you get on these boards and then um, use the wind and you use the, you know, you get, you get enough momentum that you can get on foil. And once you're, once you're hydrofoiling, the friction goes way down. It's supposed to be like gliding over nothing. Mm. And it looks super, super cool. You can see videos. Like I would go to, go to YouTube and just Google wing foiling and it looks so cool. Um, obviously harder than it looks probably. Uh, I'm expecting it to be difficult, but man, I'm like, it's going to be cool. And my kids are going with me. So that'll be really fun. Both of my kids, oh, my wife is working that weekend, but I was like, Hey, you guys want to go? My daughter's finishing AP testing next week. And she's like, yeah, I'll go. And my son's going to go. And so we're all going to go stay at a bed and breakfast and take wing foiling lessons. So that's cool. Yeah. So it's yeah. been a big week for like plans and stuff. Yeah. That's like, that's just, it invigorated you. Oh yeah. 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 You know, you, the first thing you showed earlier was that breathing thing. I was like, okay, two anesthesiologists. Yes. Breathing is very important. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and then I thought incentive spirometer. And then I'm like, this is like on steroids. steroids. Kind of spirometer. Yeah. It's on steroids. Um, Have you done an incentive spirometer? They're really easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I know this yeah. is this. I had to, I dialed this thing down and I could probably go another setting. Uh, and uh, but you get you can feel it working and it's kind of yeah, as long yeah. as the you know the uh resistance isn't so much you basically get negative pressure pulmonary edema, I guess that's fine. Yeah, guess, yeah, yeah, that would be, that would be effort, really hard so. to do. That'd be really, mm -hmm. really hard to do. To force yourself to have that. <laughs> well, negative pressure pulmonary edema, you know, you have to have the lung capacity and the strength to do it, and only only mm -hmm. usually young men young males <laughs> yeah can do it but um yeah uh yeah it's pretty i mean yeah and you don't want to pant you want to make sure it's slow and steady or whatever but it'll it'll be interesting to see i'll, I'll yeah. tell you what happens in another 30 days from now if i can feel like i take super super breaths and stuff but super yeah. breath kevin super breath yeah that's right <laughs> Hold my breath that's for awesome. 10 minutes but anyway um trying to think of anything i can add to any of it um mm. I think our, uh, well, the puppy is like a new part of our life. So I think he's almost 12 pounds now. He keeps growing. So who knows if all this small breed stuff will keep him small. <laughs> um, but he's only four and a half months. So, you know, uh, there is 2% Portuguese water dog, which is not oh, a, that's not a small dog. Yeah. No. So we'll see how much he gets. It's really confusing because if you look at growth charts versus like, um, like, comparing them versus like if it's a small breed large breed or where they're at at this time frame or their age you're it's it can vary so the with the the multi-breed it's it's hard to know is he going to be fully grown by you know six to nine months or nine to twelve months because if it's nine to twelve months he's gonna be a lot bigger than we expected but probably close to 30 35 pounds but we're hoping close to 20 yeah. um, 25 but anyway We'll take him however he ends up. Um, <laughs> we won't send him back. Um, let's see what else is going on that people even care about. Well, you know, I guess we talk about stuff not everyone's going to care about anyway. Yeah, but who cares? What, as long as we care about it, right? You that's know? all that matters. But Everybody we, cares about Nobody cares about it. But right? we'd love to hear what you care about, and you can let us know, and we can talk about what you care about. That's right. Um, yeah, and then I was looking up uh, that location. Is it reliable, like their predictions of the whole uh eclipse thing oh yeah okay. i mean it, the eclipse is going to be there no matter what like the, the thing that's unreliable is the weather 
So oh, you, yeah, you want someplace probably... that is um, in the path of the totality, and then that has a pretty good chance of um, not having cloud cover. Hmm. So they they ranked. You can look it up. Like there's all these people because people go crazy over these things. And after having been in a totality, I can understand completely why you go crazy over these things. And they'll plot out like the, like the really really cool place to be to me. I think would be on a cruise ship. So mm -hmm. they actually have some cruises. There's two cruises I know of that are going to be down and go through, and you know they can kind of sail along the totality line. Uh, they were super expensive and they're like um, two weeks long. They were going out to Panama and stuff. I couldn't make the time work for those, but. Uh, yeah. So anyway, you, you want to go someplace where the um, weather's good. So hopefully there's no storms. Um, I think that was one of the things they said about Dallas is there the it's a little bit more hit or miss. And I don't know. You can look at these things and they'll kind of tell you. But if you get a chance, folks, like seriously, you want to see a totality. If you've never seen a totality, you've never seen a, an eclipse. It is. It's incredible. Like all when it, when the it's there's like a I don't know, like a 10 degree difference like all of a sudden the world gets cold there's the the land starts like to shimmer they even these things i can't remember call them like something snakes or something like you look at the ground and it's like modeling it mm -hmm. is um it was insane like i i get just chills thinking about it it was so amazing wow. so does it it just goes dark yeah it goes it goes dark it's, it's like black not well, not pitch black, but pretty damn dark. Pretty close, yeah. And um, and the and it's cold. Like that's the that was the weird thing is all of a sudden it's like the contribution cold. from the sun is you're amazing. Like, yeah, you just don't realize how much you know uh, um of that heat you're normally getting. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was it was just absolutely amazing. So wow, super. And I just looked where that Mazatlan you said it's like yeah. west coast. West coast of um of mexico yeah yeah so it's a little northwest of guadalajara yeah north and further north of um puerto Vallarta. and uh i've been there twice i, I went there you know at, in high school when we graduated we went there it's okay i mean i'm not i'm not a huge like beach dude to begin with yeah um but i don't really care because i'm going to see the totality so that's really the big thing i'm looking for and there's some surfing north of there too so yeah what what where do you usually fly into? In Mazatlan? There's only or, one airport I know of. The international Mazatlan something something. Oh, they have one there. Yeah, there's an airport at Mazatlan. Okay. And you just fly directly in and uh and you do it. That the the boast the best place is place to be like Durango, Mexico or something. Uh -huh. There's sure. a small area, it's more inland. Um yep. but I don't know any Marriott's there. <laughs> Yeah. So I can't. What what do you consider I mean anywhere there's humans there's always potential danger but what do you consider when you look at Mexico when you see it what do you feel like is don't go there like which areas would you say non-touristy areas Well so the the area that those people got that got nabbed in near yeah, the Texas like, border Yeah. That's a bad place apparently. Um the most of the major touristy areas um I mean, I've never felt unsafe ever. Um, they just recently had a resort that was well, and they had another resort a couple of years ago too. But yeah. in general, like, okay, what are we comparing this to? Like, I, I would love to see the actual numbers of American tourists in a resort area compared yeah. to the United States. Yeah. Um, 
because yeah i don't know what their safety is and some of our major in a, not even major metropolitan wherever you are in the united states now is getting ridiculous yeah but, um there you know any any place that they're really talking about like excessive gun violence then i would probably steer away from it but i've we've been to i've been to mazalon um I mean, we've been to Puerto Vallarta. We're actually going to be in Puerto Vallarta again because my my cousins do a trip every year. Not my 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 wife's cousins, and they always invite us. And I go because I like to see them. They're really cool uh, in laws. Uh-huh. Um, never felt unsafe there. Never felt safe in. And we went one time. Actually, we were kind of walking around Cabo a little bit. This was on our only cruise. We kind of went down there. Cabo was fine. That's that was probably one of the more anglicized areas I've ever been. Um. Yeah, we've been to uh, the Yucatan and Playa before it was overdeveloped. We've been to Merida, um, Valladolid, if I'm getting the pronunciation right. Wow. And I've, I've, there's, the, I've never felt unsafe when we're in Mexico. Hmm. Um, but we also aren't dumb and we don't go to crazy places and we're not like where they're gunning, you know, having massive whatever. So I think, I think it gets a little overblown. Um, like everything. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my brother's in, in Mexico right now. Um, at like a, I guess it's in, I don't know how you pronounce that. Oaxaca. Oh my God. That's horrible. Um, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> I know what you're talking about though. No way. Yeah. X-A-C-A um, kind of thing. Let me, let me, let me pull it up. How do you say? Oaxaca. Oaxaca. Let's see what it it's says. Not, oh, ayahuasca. We know that. So no, it's, let's see here. How to pronounce? Here we go. Oaxaca. Oaxaca. Oh, Oaxaca. oh come on. Oaxaca. That sounds yeah. right. Oaxaca. Oaxaca. Aren't yeah. you you you're part Mexican? Aren't you? Yeah, my mom yeah. is uh, Mexican. Her first language was Spanish. Um, my second language was Spanish. I would say I'm partially fluent. But you don't uh, know how to say Oaxaca. No, because it's just never really been something I've had to say. Okay. I probably said it in my Spanish class, like in middle school, but I don't remember. <laughs> um, it wasn't a critical part. Like, you know, yo puedo hablar español. You know, I, I can sound like I speak Spanish fluently just because I've lived around it. My brother's completely fluent. Mm. Is he uh, older or younger than you? Younger. Oh, okay. Uh, but he was sent, uh, what was the Rotary Club? He was like, he won like a year in ecuador he got to go Mm. be immersed in spanish um that's the way to do it ecuador and then he lived or he went i don't know how long he was there in argentina Mm. so my brother's done some international traveling down in south america yeah um and he's been to mexico quite a bit Um, we've actually talked about getting um you know our residency status for mexico For him, yeah. me, and my mother, because of my grandfather, yeah, we have his birth certificate. So, yeah. but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So there you oh, go. and wait, well, and and um, Billy and and Acacia live in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and which city was that again? They're Lake Chapala, which I think is near. Um, I think it's near Mexico City. An hour. Yeah, outside. I think so. Wait, I'm pulling it up. Lago de Chapala. There it is. Near Guadalajara. That's not too far. I love Guadalajara. I just like to say it. Guadalajara. It's a cool name. Yeah. It is. Let me see how far. Actually, I don't think I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So 
you're let's see exactly you're going to how do you say what's the place you're going mazatlan 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 yeah um oh so that's actually i don't know lake that's jalisco and that says it is a why won't it show me? Huh. Well, I was trying to see how far you'd actually be from them. Oh, for me? It it's yeah. not close. <laughs> yeah. It's, it looks it's, like it's, five hours or something like that. Yeah. I mean it's closer to Puerto Rico and we'll, we'll be there, but it's still not how close. big Mexico is. <laughs> yeah, it is not. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's like uh bigger almost it depends how you squish the probably bigger than Texas or close to Texas. Mexico bigger. was bigger than Texas. It definitely is bigger. I'm looking it, at the shape. Let's see. How much bigger? Everyone's just watching us figure this out. Is Mexico than Texas? Well, that's that depends what century you're in. Oh wow. 2.9 times bigger than Texas. Yeah, Mexico is not small. Yeah. Not well, small. you know, Texas used to not be Texas. So <laughs> Mexico was a lot bigger when I had Texas exactly so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly all right well i think people have heard enough of us today you want to take us out sure well thank you all for joining us on this today's saturday salutations if you have any travel plans or places that you've been or experiences let us know in the comments and until next time stay well Take care. Thank you for joining us today on the Change Physician Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please let us know by going to thechangephysician.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you simply by joining the community at thechangephysician.com.